Welcome to Dharma Glimpses, an introduction to the profound treasury teachings of Chogyam Trungpa Rinpoche, taught by Judy Leaf. In this episode, Judy discusses the importance of having a sense of humor on the spiritual path. Welcome. Today I'd like to explore the role of a sense of humor on the spiritual path. My teacher, Trungpa Rinpoche, brought this topic up quite a lot. But what did he really mean by it? He was obviously not referring to being able to tell jokes or being some kind of a comedian, as we're used to thinking about them. Instead, it seemed to point to a kind of a carefree quality or a lightness of being. It pointed to a way of of finding so many of the pretensions of our everyday lives and seeing the absurdity of all that. Absurdity of how seriously we take ourselves and everything that we do. It's so common to think of spirituality or religion as a very solemn affair, something so deadly serious, so important. And we fall prey to religiosity and earnestness. I think we don't always know how to have genuine respect without falling into this trap of religiosity, over-trying, the sense of doing something so special that we get puffed up about the whole thing and it becomes less about what we're doing than about us manifesting how serious we are, how important it is to us, how special this thing is that we are doing. The very things we think are important to show that we really respect something, we take it seriously, we're not frivolous about it, turns and becomes signifiers of our own importance, which is, of course, the opposite of what we're actually trying to do when we practice. So often we have this idea about humor, about playfulness, as something that is for children. And as we grow up and we become serious about life and become adults, we give up all those, quote, childish things. But in practicing meditation and studying the Dharma, it's almost a way to rekindle that inner child playfulness, that sense of perspective and joy. So the point of practice is not to become more stuffy, but to become more playful, more free. There are images in the Buddhist tradition of how we combine, actually, combine a sense of real gravitas, a sense of regal, dignified demeanor or quality of being, which is definitely part of what we might consider how a realized being manifests. But at the same time, there's an idea of inside world. Inside world, there's quality of innocence and youthfulness and playfulness and humor. And those two extremes, those seeming opposites, are combined. They're joined together. Regal bearing on the outside, innocent, playful mind and heart on the inside. I think there's always a, a danger of orthodox rigidity, when we get very serious about our practice in our studies. We need to have a positive passion, a positive passion for what we're doing, a true respect for the Dharma, its teachings, and its practices. But we have to watch out for how this can become a solid worldview, rather than a way of opening our hearts and mind, creating a little dharmic cage for ourselves where everything has to be done a certain way according to our rigid orthodox views of everything. I think of this as a trap of the fussy meditator. 
You can just picture it. The person sits down to practice and everything has to be just so. They're so pretentious and so self-conscious to make everything seem so meaningful. But that approach doesn't actually look so meaningful or more meaningful. It actually looks kind of silly. So I think this quality of a sense of humor is so important to help us recognize when we're veering off into that direction of this is the way things have to be. This is the only right approach. And that kind of closing down, uh, narrowing down rather than unfolding outward, opening outwards. That kind of mental orthodoxy can creep up on us. We can feel that quality of rigidity or shutting down, but we can catch it and we can soften it and we can realize what we're doing before we get stuck in that way. I think of a good practitioner, a good teacher as incredibly dedicated, but with a twinkle in the eye. Dedication with a twinkle in the eye. In contrast, there's the phrase deadly serious. Deadly serious. And I think that captures it. We're serious, but in a deadly way. But we can be serious in a lively way. We could call it lively serious. Completely dedicated and completely in touch with that inner lightheartedness. There's a sense that the Dharma is not work, but play. Even though it's difficult, it takes a lot of discipline. If it becomes too much like work, it's missing something so important. And again, we keep coming back to that sense of humor. Not taking ourselves too seriously. Not falling prey to religiosity. I've actually found this quality of a combination of deep dedication and inner humor, inner lightheartedness, to be common among great contemplatives of various traditions, almost going so far as to have a quality of irreverence. I had the occasion to visit with a wonderful group of Catholic contemplatives, and later tonight we were telling jokes and stories, and they were filled with really hilarious jokes about Christianity, about Jesus, about God that they told in such an irreverent and joyful way. And I had similar stories to share about Buddhism, about Buddhist figures and pretensions of practitioners, all of that. So we connected across traditions through humor, through playfulness. That is where the contemplative spirit really came through, what we had in common. In thinking about playfulness, you could even say willing to be irreverent is a sign of deep reverence. So... Humor plays in a very important role. Not only does it serve to cut through our pretensions and our self-absorption, but it transforms our practice from a solemn, grinding drudge to something more vivid and alive. So we are softening through hardening. The more discipline, the more delight. So firm discipline doesn't make us hard and rigid, but true discipline opens joy, softness, and the kind of mind that, that dares to question that there's to be curious that is at play and free. Thank you for joining me for this glimpse of Dharma. This podcast is made possible through the support of the Hamera Foundation. To learn more about Judy Leaf's teachings, publications, and retreats, or to contribute to the support of this podcast, please visit judyleaf.com.